I'm Russ White at the Network Collective, and this is a Network Collective Short Take. In this short take, I'll be answering the question, is getting a degree or certification useless? Two recent articles I read started me thinking about the nature and usefulness of education and degrees and certifications specifically. I know I've talked about this in the past, but it's always interesting to revisit these types of topics over time because you learn things and you think about things over time and you may develop a more mature or fuller view. The things that I've seen recently have said that uh, certifications and degrees are useless. They're just a form of showing off. Uh, There's in fact an entire book that makes this argument that came out very recently. You don't really learn anything in a program that you cannot learn on your own, and you can learn more by just living life and doing stuff. To sort this question out, we need to think through what a degree and a certification or an education in general really is and what it isn't. There are at least two basic things that credentials like degrees and certifications represent. The first one of these is something I've said often in the past, which is that it is a learning path. Nothing new here, right? People who have been doing this, whatever this is, for 20 years or 30 years have put a lot of thought into what it is important to know to be able to do this, whether it's network engineering or network security or coding or whatever the case might be. Using a certification or a degree as a learning path is simply making use of the wisdom of these people. They may not be smarter than you, but they have been doing this a lot a lot longer than you have, and they have a lot more experience than you do. In fact, in the case of most certifications, it's not one person, it's a group, it's a team of people spread across time who have really thought through what it means to do this, network design, network troubleshooting, whatever the case might be. And those things, those people have thought through how to actually understand that field and are in the best of their ability, most of the time anyway, trying to put those requirements into a blueprint and make them into a certification or a degree program that they that they believe will help you as an engineer grow. So why would you not want to take advantage of that learning path? Well, there are some people who say this specific certification, whatever it is, you can insert whatever certification you want to, is no good. Okay, it's important to separate this certification from the concept of certifications and degrees in general. However, even if there are no good examples of a particular concept, particular type of certification or a particular type of degree, it doesn't mean that degrees and certifications are not useful. It just means no one's implemented it the way that it should be yet. Or perhaps you just don't agree with the way they've been implemented to this point. It is your job as a consumer to spend the time researching and understanding a credential before engaging in it. I mean, you need to ask questions, but don't ask questions like, will I get a pay raise? Will I get more respect? Will I be someone in the community? What you need to ask instead are things like, what skills and knowledge will I learn by taking this certification, this degree program, or this whatever it is on? Are these skills valuable? Is this knowledge valuable? Who teaches this and can I trust them and why can I trust them? We're going to find that certifications and degrees often come down to a lot about trust. Another thing that I've heard is that people say this degree or this certification or whatever it is makes me learn things that are not practical. Well, my question is always, what do you mean when you say not practical? 
there's a very skill-focused way of looking at learning rather than a knowledge-based way of looking at learning. I've heard people say, because this degree, certification, or whatever it is, makes me learn things that are not practical. Well, I just want to ask, what does not practical mean? This is a very knowledge-based way of looking at learning. This is what we mean when we say an employer does not want to train you because you might leave. It looks at learning as a simple matter of reprogramming a machine. And as much as we might like to say people are just protein robots, this really is not true. It might be heretical in our modern world to say this, but humans cannot be replaced by machines. Here we have Dijkstra again saying, in parallel, we have the search for the elixir. Here the programming problem is simply solved by doing away with the programmer. Wouldn't it be nice, for instance, to have programs in almost plain English so that ordinary people could read and write them? People tend to forget that doing away with the program, programmer was COBOL's major original objective. Again, this is Dijkstra saying this. And yet, we still have programmers some 30 to 40 years later after he wrote those words. We often want to equate skill with knowledge, but these are not the same thing. When we say this particular certification is useless because it's not teaching me something I can apply, what we often mean is it's not giving me knowledge I can use right now. But skill and knowledge are not the same thing. Just because you are knowledgeable does not mean you are skilled. There is also in and of itself the skill of learning things, new things quickly. This skill is often underestimated, and there's very few ways of learning this other than simply going out and learning new things consistently. This differentiation between skills and knowledge is why it's important to go beyond asking about knowledge when considering a certification or a degree. Ask questions like, what new theory am I going to learn? What new problems will I learn to solve? What new thing will I be able to do? There is a second line of complaint or another line of complaint that I've heard, which is this credential doesn't prove anything. There are many available courses online for free. You could move to Princeton, go to the classes and get the same knowledge, as one commentator said. But is this really true? You could take the classes, but will the professor grade your assignments, give you feedback and help you learn the material? The most likely answer is no. But this by itself points to the second reason for degrees and certifications. Consider this. You walk into a meeting with a group of people you have never met before. What is the first thing you want to know? Not them about you, but what do you want to know about them? You want to know what do they do for a living? Where do they stand in their organization? How long have they been in this field? How long have they worked there? All these questions, if you think about it, relate to their competence and their skill set their credentials. You're checking their credentials. Why do you care? You care because you want to know if you can trust a particular person or this group of people. And the only way to determine trust for someone you have never worked before, worked with before, met, or etc., is by discovering who else trusts them that you also trust. This is called transitive trust. Transitive trust is very difficult and has problems very controversial in the security world, and yet we rely on it on a daily basis in real life. A credential of any kind is just a testimony that someone believes that you can do certain work, that you have certain knowledge and certain skills. The credential itself serves a different purpose for the learner and for the evaluator. For the evaluator, it's a method of saying, I trust this university to have done a good job in education. Therefore, I can trust that this person's education was good. It's a transitive trust problem. For the learner, it is a skill path. It is not only opening doors 
for people to trust you, but it's also a skill path, a learning path to learn skills. You can learn without the credential. In fact, you should do continuous learning without any credentials at all. On the other hand, having some form of credential or credentials is often valuable. You may come to a point in your career where degrees and certifications don't matter. You might have written enough, have enough endorsements and recommendations, be well-known enough, whatever the case it is, or you might not be. And if you're starting out, you certainly don't have the endorsements of other people that are strong enough to bring you forward in your career. This is where a credential of some sort of certification or a, or a degree is very helpful. So the bottom line, certifications and degrees have two purposes. First is a learning path. A second is a proxy for someone else's trust. You may or may not want either one of these. It depends on where you are in your career, what you're trying to do, and etc. You don't, it may change over time. You may want those two things at some points for some skills and maybe not for others. There are good credentials and there are bad ones. Sometimes there are good credentials that are still not a match for what you're trying to do. Evaluate each credential independently, whether it's a degree or certification. Don't put a broad blanket across all certifications and all degrees and say, oh, they're useless or they're not. There is a difference between a skill and a piece of knowledge. It is not good to become overly obsessed with credentials either. Either for the good, treating them as the only path forward, or for the bad, treating them as useless. Remember that a credential and a cert and, or a degree or whatever it is, they're just credentials. They're just these learning paths combined with this transitive trust concept. They aren't necessarily good or evil in and of themselves. So that's it for this time. Come back to the Network Collective for skills and metacognitive skills for engineers. And you can always find me at rule11.tech. Thanks.